Hey there, Scout My Game fans. Welcome back to the Around the World podcast. This week, we have Donald Hamilton interviewing Arian Scarlett, wide receiver for the Corwell University Big Reds. Hello, everyone. It's, it's your host, DJ Hamilton. Uh, so, yeah, I'm about to interview my good friend, Arian Scarlett. This is my second ever interview. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to talk about um, how he came to love football, his time playing football at North Rockland, playing at Caldwell University, and much more. So we're going to, he's one of my good friends. We've been good friends now for, uh, since I've been, what, a sophomore in high school, I believe. And he's a cool, laid back guy. He's, he's very mellow, very chill in his approach. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So sit back and enjoy the interview. Yo. Yo. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. What's good, bro? How you doing? Good, bro. I'm chilling. <laughs> Yo, this rain is crazy, man. It's raining right. It's raining by where I'm at, too, right now. So, I hear it. <laughs> no. Anyways, yeah. So, what's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ Hamilton, the DJ Sports Show, and I have another guest for you guys today. Got another one of my good friends, football player for the Colville University, wide receiver for them. Uh, my friend, Arian Scarlett. How you doing, brother? I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. How's the family do? The family, the family's great, too. My mom's doing good. Brother's doing good. Dad's doing good. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So the first question I want to ask you is, um, what are your origins? Like, where were you born and raised? Yeah, I was I was born uh, at a Nyack hospital. Um, I've been in Rockland my whole life, so I, I grew up around here. So, but I'm not looking forward to staying here for <laughs> too much longer. <laughs> yeah, you told me that <laughs> before. Yeah. So, um, um, how did where you were born and raised uh, affect your uh, style of playing football? Well, I mean, growing up, like. I wasn't I wasn't a big like fan of uh football at first. I was more of a basketball type of type of guy. Like I used to like playing Oh what? <laughs> like I used to like playing basketball more than football. But then I remember one day I was at my grandma's house and I was watching a football game with my dad and it was the Jets versus the Saints. And he was he was a Jets fan and the Jets were getting slapped around. <laughs> by, by the, <laughs> like they are now always. <laughs> around by the Saints and I I kind of like the Saints and then I don't know I just ever since that day like it just drew me towards football and then after that I just started liking football and stuff like that so I really I just from there just took off like yeah wait when when were you watching the Jets like what year was that that was in 2000 I think it was 2008 I I believe now they're getting slapped worse now than ever bro (laughs) the Jets oh my god bro Seem like they, they, there's college teams better than them. That's <laughs> how, how bad they are, man. So the the next question I want to ask you: Um, when did you first start playing football? I started in uh, I think it was, I think it was seventh, seventh, yeah, seventh grade. I started. I started playing football seventh grade. Uh, Farley, Farley Middle School. I was cool. first position. I was a running back. I wasn't even a wide receiver. I was a running back. Um, had a couple carries, had like one touchdown, and then Word. ever since then, yeah, just 
continue playing until now. Okay, I feel you. Um, when did you re- truly realize that you love playing football, and at what age were you when you realized that you like you actually really love playing this game? When I got to high school, it was about I think it was ju- I think junior year, junior year or junior year or senior year set it off for me. I was like, yeah, I really love like football, and then I started like training hard and oh, I feel that. training hard for like see if I can go to a college and play. And opportunity open for me over here at Caldwell, so. I just took, took advantage of it. Yeah. Um, what was the first football team you played on, and what do you remember about it? The first football team I played on was Farley, Farley Middle School. Uh, coach, uh, I don't know if you remember, Coach Nelson. He was the head coach. Him and uh, Coach Jones, I believe it was. And like, they, were some, they were good coaches. I really like both of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Coach Jones or Coach Nelson any co- coaching anymore, but yeah, that's that's what that's what um that's the first team I played on, and what I loved about like football was just like the excitement and like everybody having to understand everybody being on the same page, wanting to win. So I really that's what really drew me towards football a lot. Um. How did uh playing Farley at Farley Middle School help get you ready for football in high school? Well, to be honest, when I was in Farley and then moving when I was in Farley in seventh grade and then moving to eighth grade, eighth grade went to Fieldstone. I was still playing. I was still a running back. I was still playing running back. But once I got to high school, freshman year, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even play. Uh, I didn't even play freshman football in high school. I took a year off, and I to be honest, I don't even know the reason why. I just didn't play freshman year, and then uh, sophomore year I came back to it, and then I switched my position to wide receiver because I knew I was fast, so and and I I could catch the ball and stuff, so I, I felt like it was better for me to even yeah. running back because running back was we had to go all through like the trenches and all that stuff, so I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> you had to go through some crazy stuff, especially in high school. People are bigger than middle school, man. Yeah, and then after yeah after that I just. Ever since I went to receiver, I, I like I found success in receiver and like flying past a lot of players. Like they couldn't catch me, so I was like, "Yeah, this this might be." He's like, "Couldn't catch me." Maybe <laughs> the position for me. Yeah, I could. I could feel you on not wanting to be a running back because you're you're not you're not that tall and you're a skinny guy. So all that punishment will take your take its toll after a while. And I feel like that was a smart move by you moving to wide receiver. Yeah. Because it does take its toll, bro. <laughs> Trust me. You see, you see how all those guys in NFL and college, like after a while, especially running backs, like after a while, it does it take its toll on them, man. They're not like as fast as they once were. Right. So um, you're not very tall for a wide receiver at five eight, and you and you're playing against bigger athletes in high school. So, what tricks did you use against your opponents due to your lack of height to help? Get yourself open for throws. Well, I, well, first I, I you obviously I use my speed because that's gonna help. Yeah. Like get open and, and find like certain spots like where people can't catch me and stuff. And also my footwork. I had I worked on my footwork in high school. Oh yeah. I worked on my footwork because uh, that really that really helps you get to where you need to go faster, create space, um, be be able to get in and out of your breaks. So. My footwork, I, I I really practiced that like two seasons in the off season. 
I ain't gonna say mastered it, but I really like, I really got like really good at the ladder. So I feel like that's like one of the biggest things that gave me success in receiver, and plus plus some uh, my speed. So I think yeah. I think without those two factors, I wouldn't be <laughs> I wouldn't be as good a receiver I am now. But <laughs> yeah, man, like I remember. I remember seeing you all the time doing those workouts with Bradley, Julius, and whoever else doing all those kinds of crazy kind of footwork and running around the track. Like, you guys were doing some crazy workouts. Yeah, we used to be out there every day. Bro, Andre, too. Like, you guys were getting that burning. Even when it was 90-degree weather, you were out there grinding. And I, and you're one of the hardest-working people I've ever met in my life. Like, no like no, like no, no BS. Right. So, um, the next question I want to ask you is, um, who do you model your game after? Uh, as of like NFL or like just anybody. Uh, it could be it could be anybody. NFL too. Well, I when I first started like playing football and stuff, I used to watch a lot of highlights. I used to like um Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Kind of had like frame, skinny, fast, short. So I really yeah I really like studied him. That was like one of my favorites like growing up and stuff. I mean, my favorite receiver now in the NFL. I mean, he's nothing like me. Like. He's way taller, way yeah. more physical stuff. My favorite receiver in the NFL now, Michael Thomas. Like, I like the way yeah. that he gets open, and I like the way he like just plays the way he, like his game he plays. But one person I'll, I'll say like I model that like my my style of play. I'll say Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. So that pretty much answers. I'm probably that probably answers my next question because why do you wear the number ten? <laughs> he wore number ten, right, on the Eagles. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 a reason I wore number ten, and I like I used to like number ten anyway. So I oh number ten. Yeah, I just felt like um, I just felt like that was a good number for me. But once I got to college, I don't have number ten. I have uh, I'm wearing number thirteen, <laughs> Michael Thomas. <laughs> Michael Thomas's number. So I've been rocking with thirteens. So oh, heard that's respect right there, man. So, um, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make from JV to varsity football at the high school level? Was it the speed of the game, the physicality, the skill of the players, or just being mentally tougher? Or was it a combination of all of them? It was sort of a combination of all of them. I mean, you had to, I'd say, from JV to varsity, like you had to, you had to, you had to break down like what you was doing, like more, like more looking at the coverages, uh, like. If you're if you're playing on offense and you're like a receiver or whatever, like you gotta look at the defense, what defenses are in. If they're in cover two, you gotta see if there's like any like any increased spots like up the middle, like you can stop and sit. Um, just like paying attention to the corners and how they play, like how they play, and just analyzing the film. Yeah. I feel like that was a big thing that we like adjusted to from JV to, uh, to varsity because JV. I mean, we still did a little bit of that, but it wasn't like, too much focus on that. When we got up, when we like leveled up to the next level, it was like we had to pay attention to more of the the details of the game. Yeah, varsity is way more detailed. You have to pay attention to the fundamentals way more often. Yeah, because you're playing against better competition. Yep. Um, what what workouts did you do to help improve your game as you got to the varsity level in high school and eventually the college level? All right. So from high school, we used to have uh, we used to have. Like after every day after like it was like Monday through Thursday or something, we used to have like football workouts after school. So whole team would just go in there. Would will like Mondays would be in there benching, Tuesday, squatting and stuff like that. And 
uh, Thursdays, Thursday, I mean, Wednesday and Thursdays would be uh, like deadlifting, uh, curls, stuff like that. So we they gave us they gave us a couple workouts to do like on the wall and stuff. And we just we just analyzed it, picked like a group of three in it, and then we just like worked. But coming to college, it was like more it was like more advanced and stuff like that. Like we had different, we had some things called pods. So we have like a bigger group and like we'll have a schedule that we have to do and then we'll come we'll come in and we'll all be working out together and motivate each other to to like push push the weight and just bond together as a team and just get better. I feel that man. I remember I remember always in during basketball practice or after practice, I used to always see you guys in there lifting or when you guys came out, we see you in the hallway. Like the the high school was was fun back then, man. It really was. Yeah, it was. It was some. Those are some good times, man. Y'all were always cracking jokes after um, your workout sessions and after the basketball team got out of practice. It was always a clown session. Good. <laughs> uh, what else was gonna ask? Oh yeah, who has had the biggest impact on your football career? Uh, as like player wise, or just like in general. In general, could be a player you look up to, a family uh, member who pushed you, a friend. Biggest, it's kind of a good question. I, I, I think I'm gonna say it was. I'm gonna say it's more of my dad because my dad's like a huge football fan, like, like ride or die. Like he's a Jets fan, sadly, but but <laughs> he's a Jets fan. Yeah, he's a Jets fan, sadly, but uh, you need, you need to switch it to the Saints with you, brother. Yeah. Save him some pain, bro. <laughs> he's been he's been <laughs> ever since he was like young, and like he he like he basically taught me the game of football. Like before I even played, like I didn't. Word. He introduced me to football. Like I didn't know nothing about football. I didn't know like none of the. I didn't know what none of the downs were. I didn't know penalties. Like he taught me everything, and then I got to the, I got to the time where it was like I got a chance to play football. I was like, let me try it. So I tried it, and then. I actually started liking it. And my dad used to be like helping me when I was younger. But we used to go out, go outside, and go passes and stuff like that. So I feel like he was like the biggest influence to get like get me into football and stuff like that. But uh, like player wise, there's there's a lot of different players now that I like that I, that I analyze and watch because I like to see I put in yeah. multiple like perspectives of different how, like how other people play and put into one and put into my game. So I watch like a couple different players and. I try to analyze the best my ability and and put it into my to put it into my playing style and try to apply it. Yeah, I feel that man. So your, your dad played football too when he was younger. Yeah, my dad, no? my dad played my my dad played football in high school, but he broke his leg. He broke his for a game, and ever since then he he didn't really like look back and try to go back to football. Like he just he just let it rock after that. Yeah. He went to North Rockland. No, nah, my dad. My dad wasn't from. Uh, he, he Um, I think he went to Spring Valley when he was younger. He went. To, he went to Spring Valley when he was younger. And then he moved to uh, somewhere else. But never been in North Rockland. Damn, I feel that man. Have have it taken away from you, breaking your leg. A lot. A lot of parents, like a lot of parents who played sports when they were younger, and they had like a severe injury that kind of deterred them from reaching their full potential, or stop them from playing they usually try to pass it on to their kids to live through them to like push them to be better than they were yeah we're in facts can't believe he broke his leg that's crazy i never yeah, knew I, that i couldn't believe um, either when he told me 
it was his left or right leg. I think it was his left. Much. I'm not sure though, but he told me he oh broke his leg during the game, and it was like, after that he was like, he didn't really have interest that in it that much anymore. Oh, that football was the only sport he played in high school. Yeah, right? he did. He did track. He did track too, but. Oh, okay. I was about to say that's what I was like. You got you got to get your speed from somewhere. He didn't, he didn't, he <laughs> yeah. didn't do it too. He didn't, he didn't do track for too long either, though. Oh, like me, like me. I only stopped it. The only reason I stopped it because I tore my ACL and track. The demand on your your body, the lower body especially, the speed you got to run that is crazy. And I know after I tore my ACL, my knee wasn't going to ever be the full same again. And you know, track is mostly like on you. It's on by yourself. Unlike where football and basketball, you have teammates who can help you and take pressure off you. That's why I was like, that's why I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do track no more. Yeah. So, so you are, so you graduate high school now and you choose Caldwell University. What has that experience been like and how was the recruiting process when you were going through it? Well, I didn't, well, coming from high school to Caldwell, uh, I actually, I actually came in here as a walk on. I didn't, I didn't get recruited over here. Yeah, I came here as a walk-on. That's even bigger respect right there. Yeah, I came here as a walk-on. I met the coach. Actually, me coming in uh, three years ago to Caldwell, because I'm I'm a senior now, me coming in here three years ago, like, they just started a program. Like, it was was no program before. Like, I was – we're the first – my class is the first one to uh, start Caldwell football over here. Wow, that's that's special. Yeah, me coming in. Uh, I met the coach. Uh, we, we 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 chopped it up a little bit. We were talking, and then like once it got towards like school and stuff, like we all had like tryouts. Like they all put us to the test and see like some of the best players. There was there was, a, there was a bunch of players that that came. It was like over twenty more people on the ro- that was supposed to be on the roster, but kept we only kept the certain the best players that he felt that was good for the team. So that's how I came in. That's how I came in. Um. The call all and it was a, it wasn't it wasn't far from home either. Like that was that was another I wanted to yeah. I didn't want to go too far. Uh coming straight out of high school. I wanted to like stay close and test out college well first and then maybe if I maybe if I liked it or somehow I'll go somewhere first. But I felt like this was home so I just stayed here. It's my last year now. Um uh football is unfortunately right now is um it's canceled right now because of corona and stuff but and, uh, yeah. First game is in March, March second. Uh, we're gonna play. So hopefully, hopefully it continues through with that and try to get that championship last year. Yeah, bro. Oh well, yo. So what? So how many games do you guys have for this? Oh, season? We play. We play nine games, and then and then we uh, it'd be like brackets and stuff like that to make it to the championship. Yeah. Oh. So like the all oh, teams with like the best records going it's, to the and, playoffs, right? Yeah, and like your conference, the people like in, in your conference, you gotta have like the best conference record or whatever, or the second stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. What conference y'all in? Um, we're we're in, we're we play like Navy, Army, West. Point. We play like conferences like them. So and we got we got actually one of like the hardest conferences. But last year we yeah. did. Last year was Navy. our best year out of like the last two years we played. Um, we uh we started out three and zero, and then we then we ended up losing a couple more. But we we had, we we still had like we could see our team still building. So I think we'll be, I think we'll be fine yeah. this year though. The team is focused. Head coach brought uh another uh coach in to help us 
help us reach our goals and stuff like that. And brought a couple. He recruited a couple of freshmen. You know, build more positions and stuff like that. So I feel like we're on the right track. Yeah. So what's y'all like first like few games of the season? Who are you guys first starting off against? Uh, right now, I think I think we play March second. I think we're playing stack back back home. Uh, uh, stack uh, San Quinas. We play them. I think we play them week one, and then I'm not sure we play week two, but I think that's the yeah. Damn, that's gonna be some good yeah. games, man. Thanks again for listening, Scout My Game fans. We have part two of the Aryan Scarlet interview ready for you. Part one starred Donald Hamilton interviewing Aryan Scarlet and was produced by Jason McCarthy. Hey there, Scout My Game fans. Welcome back to the Around the World podcast. And this week, we continue Donald Hamilton's interview of Aryan Scarlet, wide receiver for the Corwell University Big Reds. What's it? And what's it? What I was about to say. Oh yeah, you gotta feel like an OG. You you. So the year you came in, you guys just started the program. So you're forever gonna be an OG in a program. You can always say that to your future <laughs> kids and future kids who go to the program. Be like, you gotta respect. Me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm one of the ones who I'm one of the one who started this program from scratch. Yeah, yeah I feel that. I'll be helping. Um, like we just started like practice up again. Like we having a little practice and training and stuff like that. And. Like I'll be there with like I'm 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 with the receivers and stuff. I'm a receiver, so I'll be like I'll be guiding the that that coming like yeah. that and the plays and stuff like that. I'll be teaching them like what's the routes, making sure they got everything, understanding, and we all we all just working. Oh, you guys are going through workouts and stuff now, yeah. getting ready for the season, right? Getting in shape. What kind of workouts are they doing? For you guys to like get in top shape and like, are they making you guys watch film? No, we didn't watch like we didn't that, watch any film yet, but it's it's definitely coming. But right now we're just, you know, a lot of running, uh, breaking out uh plays, going over uh like different coverages, like for the defense and stuff like that, and offense. But yeah, we're uh we're basically just putting in like like studying our playbook and basically understanding what we need to, what we need to be when, when it's time to be on the field. Oh, I meant to ask you this question earlier, but I forgot. Uh, who who were the three best players you played with in high school? If you had to name three, like on uh, and why the Navarroon on the high school team? Uh, yeah. Dang, that's a hard question. I mean, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good. <laughs> we had some talent in high My school. My senior year, we had a lot of talent. Like we had. Oh, yeah. I this this is not this is not like the top of my like top of my uh like top three or anything and I'm just gonna name them. We had uh we had Lamar, we had Brad, we had Jaden, we had Cameron. Like we had a lot of people. We had Jordan. We had, we had a lot of people that was uh like producing offense and defense. We had Justin, uh Andre. Yeah, uh, like, had, I can't really say like we was all we was all out there just putting on on a pull. Putting it all on the field. Yeah, man. Uh, what about in college? College? Yeah, now that you're a senior, I know you've seen enough enough players now to at least make a list. The three to five best players you played with. Uh, I'm gonna say. If you had the name, I'm gonna say one of my close friends, uh, CJ, uh, Carl, um, uh, Jared Dockett, and. Uh, 
probably my boy, uh, probably my boy, uh, Dre. Yeah, we, uh, Dre. one of the best, one of the best play- players I've been playing with. Two of them receivers with me. And, uh, the other one has played, okay. plays corner. He didn't allow, he didn't allow one catch on him last, last, uh, season. Yeah. That's crazy. Corner, cornerback, I'll have to say, is one of the hardest positions, man. You got to really – you got to be quick and smart. Like, you got to be able to stay with the quickest wide receivers, man. Right. It's not easy. Like, people – I feel like cornerback is one of the most, like, underestimated positions. Like, people don't understand. I feel like that's one of the hardest positions as well. I feel like cornerback, quarterback, wide receiver. Like, I feel like those are probably, like, linebacker, safety. Like, those are probably – to me, to me personally, I feel like those are the hardest positions yeah, in football. Definitely. There's so much like responsibilities with each position and your integral to your team success. I feel like running back is important too, but I feel like those are like more vital. Yeah. Uh, next question I want to ask you is, um, what's your favorite part about Caldwell University? It could be football, the, the people you hang out with, your friends, like the the major you're doing. Part, yeah, I, I gotta, I, I'm going to say it's, it is football just because a lot of the people I hang out with now it's just everybody is like it's on my football team you know what I'm saying like we hang out with them yeah and if we're bored or anything we go to the field like have some routes we'll do all this other kind of stuff but football football is definitely one of the like the best things and the funnest things over here I mean I'm not gonna say that's the only thing but like that is like one of the top uh what do you usually do during your during free time free time uh, like outside of football and stuff like that. Uh, probably just yeah. sometimes I play the game if I have time. You know, college you get a lot of homework. Do homework. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. Oh, sometimes I even go to the. Uh, I even go to one of my boys' cribs. I doesn't live too far from here. He has a little studio in his house. I be in there just, <laughs> just going on freestyle and stuff. I'm not trying to be a rapper or anything. Just it'd be. I'm just hopping on like yeah. tracks and just saying stuff. Like it'd be fun. So I'll be doing that in my free time. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Oh, you guys be I don't really be music? making music. I just be I just be in the booth. I'd be in the booth at the oh. time just like spitting freestyles. <laughs> I'm about to be like, bro, you never sent me one. <laughs> I didn't want to hear how you sound, bro. Uh, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Chill. Not a rapper. <laughs> I'm dead. And I, and, you know, I know, I know you be doing that forex yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just, I just, money. I just joined not too long ago. It was a great opportunity. Friend actually put me onto it. Yeah. At first, I wasn't like too interested in it, but I finally just went through with it, and I actually like paid attention to what they were saying. And it's a lot of value. In it. It's a lot of value in it. So I really think it's a great opportunity. And yeah. I've been make, I've been able to make a lot of money so far. So I'm just just on with it and see see what happens. Yeah. Heard that, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys want to learn how to make money and not always have to be at a nine to five job, learn Forex and join my my boy Arian Scarlet. Man, it's a great opportunity. If you want to save money first to get the tools, that's fine. But once you have the money, this is a great opportunity for you. If you want to learn how to make money without always having to go to work, a job you don't like to do or enjoy doing, so that's a great opportunity for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got some quick hitter questions for you now. NFL right, and NBA see, questions. 
So I think I already know the answer to this because you answered it earlier. What's your favorite football team <laughs> and player? Yeah, both. Yeah, my favorite football team is the Saints. Been liking them for over a decade and stuff now. Drew Brees, uh, like a, like one of the greats on on the Saints. But my favorite player, I'm gonna say my favorite player is Michael Thomas. Just 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 because like what he's done in the past four or five years that he's been on the team. Ever since he came in, he's been he's been helping Drew Brees out because you know Drew Brees is almost done. Drew Brees getting a little old. Arnold's not. Yeah, bro. Arnold's not. As, as good as it was before, and I feel like Michael Thomas just gives him like a quick target. Like he's a quick target to him. Get like fast routes. People, a lot of people have trouble time guarding him. So I feel like he was just like a great addition to our team. And me being a Saints fan and, and essentially watching him play, it on me that like he's just my favorite yeah. receiver now. Like there's a lot of great things that I like that I try to put into my game. Yeah, they they've been struggling a little. They've been struggling quite a bit without Michael Thomas. I know they have Emmanuel Sanders and um Cameron Jordan and stuff, and Alvin Kamara to throw through. But Michael Thomas is yeah, he's just a different they, specimen. Them putting uh, Kamara Kamara in, yeah, he's a, he's he's one of our great players too. Uh, but it's hard for him knowing that like he's a the star on the offense to like the go to target, so they you know they double team him. So it's hard for him to get targets. And Emmanuel Sanders coming in, that's a, that's a, that's another great asset, but. He just came to the, he's still learning the offense. He's not, he not like 100% yet on like everything that's going on, but he's still producing. But I, but Michael Thomas yeah. should be back, I think, after after the next week. So, like in two weeks, because we got a bye week coming up. And then, and then he should be back because he was supposed yeah. to play last game, but he got a little, uh, little fight with a, with a teammate. So they, they, uh, just spending him for like one game or whatever. But, once I feel like once I feel like Michael Thomas comes back, it's gonna open up more windows. The focus is gonna be back on Michael Thomas. You Kamara is gonna be start getting a little more open. Of course, Emmanuel Sanders is gonna be more open in the slot, and I feel like this this is gonna help us a lot. So I think, really think we need him, and I think we I think we should be all right. Yeah, he's gonna put a lot more pressure on their de- on the defense on the defense on opponents, man. He's big, strong, athletic, could catch, and make nice. he's just incredible. Uh, who are your top five current football players and players right, of so all top time? Top five, like from like the best to to the worst. In order, it, it, if if you could put it in order, that'll be fine. But if you, if if you don't want to put it in order, that's fine with me too. All right, my, all right, my current do, do current. Right, I'm gonna first. say Michael Thomas. Um. Sean Jackson, um, Stephon Stephon Diggs. Uh, two more. Um, that's nah, not an order. This is uh, an order, or Antonio Brown. Even though he's oh, he's not. Well, it's not really. It's not really current because he don't play anymore. But um, so I'll scratch him off the list. Um, um, uh, I'll say I'm say Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. And one more. Um, one more receiver. I like. I like. Uh, I like Hopkins too. Hopkins. Oh my God! Named all wide receivers. He said. He said. I'm sticking with the wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah. A lot, all those guys are cold. Stephon Diggs has made a big impact for the Bills, bro. He gives Josh Allen a target to throw to. 
throw to, man. Look at their record. Like they're they're winning way more games this right. year. And uh Hopkins, he's helping Kyler Murray yeah, look definitely. like all pro this year. They gotta touch up on a little bit more of their the, defense. The, um, yeah, the Texans, they made a big mistake yeah. um, trading Hopkins. That's why Bill O'Brien got fired. I yeah. feel like it's because of that trade. Yeah, bro. Oh, so um, now name your top five players of football players of all um, time. That's that's tough. There's yeah, so many. I'm not, gonna, I'm not. I'm gonna try not to name like all receivers. Um, I'm gonna say. Yeah, Jerry Rice is definitely. I know Jerry Rice got to be in. Yeah, there. yeah, Jerry Rice is in there. I mean, um, greatest wide receiver ever. I'm gonna say, uh, Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin. Yeah. I mean, not Bruce Irvin. What position uh, he played? Yeah, I have his name. Uh, forgot his first name. But he was on the Cowboys, number eighty-eight. Irvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. um, Michael I, Irvin. He was, I got confused with the other yeah, one. Yeah, he, him. he was filthy. Yeah, he was nice. Um, so you got Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin. That's Adrian two, three more. He was filthy in his prime. Oh my gosh. Pete. He's yeah, still he's he still was, good he today. Still, uh, um, it's three. I would say Dion Dion uh, yeah Dion Sanders the dog. Yep. He's arguably like in people's second best friend this of one all is, time this behind one is, Lawrence This Taylor. one is like. This one is kind of like a hard decision because I like. You got Lawrence Taylor. You got Brady. This last you got one, I'm gonna Santa, say Moss. This is... I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, Brian Dawkins. I like the energy. I like the energy he used to bring to like the never... defenses. Like he said, it's like give his defense like the boost to like just just to dominate. Like every time they step on the field, played uh safety. What position uh, did he play? Eagles. What? Yeah, you got you got to look up oh, some highlights of Brian Dawkins. He was oh. a beast. He's I'm not sure. I think, I, think he, not he, I think he might be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure, though. Because the NFL Hall of Fame probably be the hardest of any sports league to make. Yeah. Maybe having so many great players, bro. Brian Dawkins. Yeah, yeah he, definitely like, he's like there. a – I'm going to say he's like a so, – uh, Like, he had the skill set, like, Eric Reed. I mean, Ed Reed. But um, like he was like he was like Henry a was more cold. of a, a hitting safety. Like you know what? He was like a he was kind of like a kind of like a Ray Lewis, but like safety. a safety. Like he used to bring the energy, mm-hmm. like every game, hype his players up. Uh, he used to like people used to be scared to run cross routes across the field. Like they didn't want to get hit by him. Like, it just just the energy he brought and the way he played. Just like it gave every it gave everybody like the confidence. Yeah, I remember I used to play with Ed Reed and Madden, bro. I used to get mad interceptions with him. I was like, yo, this guy is was a pick probably machine. the best in the league. <laughs> bro, uh, yo, Madden, yo, I haven't, I haven't brought in Madden in a long time, bro. Yeah, I need to get yeah, one. Madden, Madden 21, that's out now. I like it. It's, it's, not, it's not too bad. I play, I play it, so. 
Okay. Uh, who's your NFL and NBA GOAT? Uh, all right, I'm going to start with basketball. The GOATs? Mm. For basketball? I mean, I watch basketball. I don't watch it too much, but obviously I know players. But, hey, I'm a- Yeah, especially coming from a guy who used to basketball was his first love. So I want to get your opinion on who you think is yeah, NBA GOAT. Me- Especially, especially, especially after LeBron just brought another chip. Yeah, I'm gonna say for me though. Franchise. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it was Kobe, for me. Kobe. Yeah, I like, I like, I like, I like LeBron too though. Like, don't get me wrong, LeBron. Yeah, people act like you can't like both. People act like if you like the other, you gotta hate the other. Yeah, nah, I I like LeBron too. I just, I'm just gonna say Kobe because I just, I don't know. I feel like. It was so subtle, oh, like it's different. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It just, yeah. Our generation grew up with Kobe. Like, bro, like he literally was the remix of MJ. Like, and I feel like I love MJ too. Like, I, I appreciate greatness, but Kobe, I feel like he had what MJ had. Maybe he didn't jump as high, but he was still athletic, really athletic. But I feel like he had better handles than MJ and a better like jump shot. Yeah, I, I used to, I also used to like um. Uh, Iverson. Iverson, yeah, bro. Our Iverson, bro. He yeah, he was a culture icon, man. What about your so NFL good. goat? So <laughs> he said. Yeah, he said. Damn, I don't know. <laughs> he could be a quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Defensive player. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, that's hard, yo. This is this is really hard. I'm really... <laughs> yeah, NFL is hard in the NBA, right? Oh, a lot. Because there's so many positions. Damn. Uh. Especially when you're like when you're like a student of the game and you study all the grades, you're like, damn, bro, like there's like these players are so amazing. But I'm gonna say like a GOAT because it's not like current. Like, I'm gonna say like from like from like the past and stuff like that. I'm gonna say a GOAT in the game. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say Ray Lewis because Yeah, like I used to even though I'm not I'm, I'm not a defensive type of guy, I'm an offensive type of guy. I used to always I used to always watch him like Gets me amped up to play football. Like he just brought that that energy into my city. Yeah. Ray Lewis, in most people's eyes, he's definitely one of the like ten greatest defensive players of all time. He was a yeah, monster. He, went, he, he left he left with a uh, a ring too. Yeah, yeah he he retired in twenty thirteen, right? Played the, played the uh Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah, he he played seventeen years in NFL yeah. as a defensive player. That's that's insane. And he came in the NFL the same year Kobe came in the NBA in nineteen ninety six. If I believe. Thanks again for listening, Scout My Game fans. We have part three of the Aryan Scarlet interview ready for you. Part two starred Donald Hamilton interviewing Aryan Scarlet, and was produced by Jason McCarthy. Hey there, Scout My Game fans. Welcome back to the Around the World podcast. This week, we complete the 
interview of Arian Scarlet by Donald Hamilton right here on the Around the World podcast. So um, now I want to ask you, um, what about your top five all-time NBA players and what would your all-time starting five top be? Top five. Yeah. He's got to be position do players? Top, do, your, do your top five. Do No, first do your top five all-time and then do position-wise. Allen Iverson, uh, Jordan, uh, nah, I'm just. Are doing, you doing position right now? Like top five, Allen oh. Iverson, Jordan. That's like I like the uh, I like Shaq scoring buckets right there. Like Shaq, um, Shaq. Oh, hmm. I gotta, I gotta say Kobe, obviously. Kobe. That's four. Oh, I got one more spot. There's Magic, there's Bird, there's LeBron, there's, oh, Akeem, there's, oh, it's kind. It's gonna be kind of shocking. Wait, this is like at all time or just? Yeah, you could, yeah, your top five all time. It's your personal top five. This is gonna be kind of shocking, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say KD. Yeah, I like I like KD. Yo. Word. <laughs> he just I, he doesn't miss. Like it's just it's just crazy to me. Like, nah, I just I just like I just like I just chose like players that like I really like like so. Oh, I respect. I respect it. Iverson was cultural icon. So was Kobe, Shaq, and uh, Jordan. I mean, KD is a seven foot monster we've never seen before. He's he's literally a unicorn. Shaq was too dominate force, bro. He was like a re reincarnation of Wilt Chamberlain for the twenty first century, bro. Yep. Yeah, my fault. Yeah, bro. yeah, I was, yeah, like, I was saying, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind KD. He's a seven foot unicorn. He's a monster, bro. Yeah, I. Don't get me wrong though. It's not like I got hate towards LeBron. Like I like LeBron too. I, I, I just want to like change it up because I know everybody got him on top top five and stuff like that. So I just... And then a uh, Shaq is a modern day Wilt, bro. Like a reincarnation. Like I said, <laughs> he was like the reincarnation of Wilt Chamberlain for the twenty first century. Yeah. And then Jordan and Kobe are the two greatest scorers arguably we've ever seen. And then Iverson was just different. If Iverson was like six five, he could have been the goat. I've seen in articles. Right. So what about uh, your all time starting five? Is it the same thing or? <laughs> nah. <laughs> in starting five, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Jordan on there. I'm gonna have Shaq. That's two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, guard center. Probably gonna throw LeBron on there. A uh, small forward or power forward? At uh. I feel like you're gonna put KD in there too. <laughs> I put him. I, I put him at uh, power. Power forward. And what you gonna put? What Kevin Durant small forward? Yeah, I put KD small. So who's your point guard? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the shooter, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna have to throw Curry on there. Oh, and that's a tough. I don't think any team will beat that team, bro. Yeah, that that's because you got you got you got like. Three players, you got three players on the on the, on the starting on the starting lineup that can box out anybody. Yeah, and you got 
you got two great shooters, like. And you got arguably the greatest scorer, two of the greatest scorers of all time, and KD and Jordan. Right. And the most dominant force, nobody, he could throw around three grown men and dunk on them and Shaq. <laughs> Word. I know that, I, yo, I know this is your, I know this is your interview, but I want to see where your top five would be. <laughs> oh, mine? <laughs> yeah, your top five. Damn. Damn, that's crazy you ask, bro. <laughs> like, top five all time or starting five? Starting five. I want to see it starting five. Starting five? Oh, my starting five, I got to put Magic at the point guard, bro. Magic, Magic Johnson, six foot nine point guard, bro. He was a unicorn. Weird. And he has five championships and three MVPs. Like, I don't think any point guard would ever pass Magic, to be honest. Weird. Shooting guard, I'm going to go Jordan. Jordan, like, bro, he just changed the game, bro. Like, he, he made it so popular around the world. Everybody wanted to be like Mike. I don't mind if people put Kobe either as shooting guard or D-Wade because they were all that great. I don't mind if you don't put Jordan either, but I'm going to put Jordan because he was just amazing. He changed the game. He made it – he made he made it – he showed people that a shooting guard, a wing player, could be the best player on championship teams because before him, it was mostly big men. Yeah. Small forward, I got to go Braun. I gotta go, Bron. After I, before LeBron won that 2016 chip, I had Larry Bird as the greatest small forward ever. But after I saw that three-one comeback in 2016 against that team, and they won, I said, and that block he had, I was like, Nah, he, he he's my greatest small forward of all time now. Like no debate. <laughs> and then he won this year too. After all the circumstances and what's been going on in 2020, I had to put Bron. Power forward, oh, Tim Duncan, bro. Yeah, I feel like Duncan. Yeah. I, I, How about Tim, bro? Tim, I feel like he don't get his due because he was so quiet and he wasn't like brash and like loud like Kobe or Braun and polarizing. But bro, he has five rings, bro, two MVPs and three Finals MVPs. Like he has mad hardware. He made fifteen All Defensive teams, fifteen All NBA teams, and he never missed the playoffs in nineteen years in the league, bro. Yes. That's you know how hard you know how hard that is to do, bro. Yeah, OD. never missed the playoffs in two decades in NBA. It's crazy, and he was the best player from the time he got drafted by the Spurs until Kawhi became what Kawhi is now. He was damn near he was damn near the best player over fifteen years. Yeah. Center, center to me historically wise is the most loaded position, bro. You got. Man, you got Kareem, Shaq, Hakeem, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Moses Malone, David Robinson. The list goes on. Bill Walton. Like, but if I had to choose one, man, like, I, oh, man, I want to say Shaq, but I got to go Kareem and Bill Jabbar, bro. Yeah, yeah, Kareem, nice too. Bro, he, he got same rings as MJ. He got more MVPs than MJ. He has all-time record. He has six league MVPs. He was a great defender. He was an all-time – he's an all-time lean scorer. Maybe from now until maybe LeBron one day passes him, but he's been all-time lean scorer now for over 30 years since he retired. And we've had guys like Jordan and Kobe come in the league, and they still didn't pass him. Thanks. Like, he was he was quiet like Tim Duncan too, but, like, bro, like, his, his numbers are insane. Like, he, he just – and he was a – he has probably arguably the greatest overall basketball career ever when you include high school and college. Like, he won high school, college. He was the best college player of all time. Like, like he, he just won every at every level. 
That's, my, start, my starting five is tough. Good. <laughs> I might not have the three point shooting on like on your on your squad where you have KD and Steph, but I feel like my starting five, we're gonna get boards. We're gonna throw it in the post. You ain't stopping Tim Duncan and Kareem in a prime. And I got I got two guys who can make everybody better in Magic and LeBron. And I got a guy who could close the game in the clutch for me with Jordan. Yeah. That's a, that's a good starting five. And, and and Kareem, too. Kareem hit game winners, too, with his sky hook. So, like, my starting five, I'll, I'll take my starting five in a prime against anybody. <laughs> Weird. Nah, I, I, I don't mind Steph, though. Steph, to me, he's the second greatest point guard of all time now. Weird. Yes. I don't, I, only, only reason I don't have him over Magic because he doesn't have a finals MVP. And he didn't win the 2016 finals. If he would have capped off that season with the 2016 finals and won finals MVP, then it would be tougher for me to put. I don't know if I would put Magic over Steph. Yeah, I see you on that, bro. I honestly feel like if like if Steph won that 2016 finals MVP and the chip would cap off that season, bro. I think everybody would have him in the top ten. No, like no cap. Yes, that'll be that'll be tough. Because he'll have four rings. He would have won that before KD got there. Like, like it would have been that would have been insane. His legacy still amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like that would have just made it even better, tougher. Yeah, a lot. And then, so the last question I want to ask you is: um, when people think of your name, Arian Scarlett, what do you want your legacy to be when they think of you? Um. As of right now, as of right now, I'm gonna say that like a goat in football. Like <laughs> I really, I really put a lot of time in in practicing the football. I, I know a lot of people know me for playing football and stuff like that. So I feel like they think of me and stuff like that. They they think that think of me as like football, like football guy, yeah. like plays it. But I know the game of football, so yeah. What what about what about in life in general? Life in general, uh, like, like cool. I'm a, I'm a cool guy. Like I'm chilling. I'm chilling. A lot yes, of people. he is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm yeah. one of his good friends. So yes, <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get into like no. Uh, no drama. No, no drama. No trouble. Nothing. So I be, I be chilling, laid back, cool. So yeah, man. Yeah, because. You're one of the calmest people I've ever met. Like you don't really like when you when, when even when you get mad, I don't even see your expression on your face like that. <laughs> your emotions, yeah. you're you're like a mellow, stoic person. It's, it takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot of me to get like really mad. I can't even remember the last time bro, I was like, I, bro, I've been around I've been around you a decent amount of time, and I've had I don't think I've ever seen you like outburst or yell like once. Like in a mad tone. Yeah, well, I be I be chilling. That's why I I be chilling. Like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Just I be chilling. That's good though. You don't want stress in your life, man. Life too short. That's fast. The, oh, the last. Oh, I just came up with this question right now. Um, what are your goals in life? Um. Well, still playing football. Got my last year left. Um, 
I can I mean I still I'm still trying like see if I can reach out to some coaches. Uh maybe try out like do a little quick trial or something for a team or whatever. Whether it's NFL, uh Canadian football. Oh, like, word, respect, respect. They wanna play football. I mean, as with like business on the business side, just got an internship for um one of my uh one of my advisors at school. Um I'm helping I'm doing like scouting and uh I'm gonna be helping him manage his uh with the football event he got. I'm be uh working the combine and stuff like that. So I'm I'm being in that type of Oh you gonna like, work combine for what? Um it, it, he he got like a little event he got like every year it's called the Dream Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm be helping him at his little events and like, he didn't tell me that he didn't tell me for sure yet about what combine, but he said I'm be like helping that helping him like set up at a combine and stuff like that. So I'm be I'm be still in like the football type aspect of it. Um another option is uh a sport I was I was interested in being like a sports agent. That drew really interest in me, like reaching out to players and stuff like that. You know, getting them contracts, stuff like that. And right now I'm and also I'm just, just focusing on uh Florida to see what this see what this would take me. So those are a couple of goals I got mine right now. That's what's up, man. That's you hear that he's a gentleman, a young black man with goals in his life and staying on the right path. Yes, yeah. sir. Showing an example, leading by example. Definitely. Well, I know you have a busy schedule, bro. I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to be on this interview with me. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in your season, bro. Keep training. Keep working hard. I know your work ethic is unparalleled. You have one of the best work ethics I've ever seen. And you're one of the coolest people I think anyone can hang out with. So I thank you for coming on the show, and I appreciate your time, brother. Sure, I appreciate you. Anytime. Like, I know you're here doing your thing with this uh, podcast stuff. And I can see it they taking off and stuff. So keep, so keep doing your thing. Uh, we'll get out there. Yeah. Eventually. Time, so yeah bro appreciate the interview though no problem bro thank you bro definitely thanks again for listening scout my game fans that concludes all of our time with arian scarlet this podcast starred donald hamilton interviewing arian scarlet and was produced by jason mccarthy